Hello, and welcome to Your Daily Homily, a ministry of St. Philip the Apostle Parish in Pasadena, California. For more information on today's readings and homilist, please view the show notes below. And now, Your Daily Homily. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Jesus decided to go to Galilee, and he found Philip. And Jesus said to him, Follow me. Now Philip was from Bethsaida, the town of Andrew and Peter. Philip found Nathanael and told him, We have found the one about whom Moses wrote in the law, and also the prophets, Jesus, son of Joseph, from Nazareth. But Nathanael said to him, Can anything good come from Nazareth? Philip said to him, Come and see. Jesus saw Nathanael coming toward him and said of him, Here is a true child of Israel. There is no duplicity in him. Nathanael said to him, How do you know me? Jesus answered and said to him, Before Philip called you, I saw you under the fig tree. Nathanael answered him, Rabbi, you are the Son of God. You are the King of Israel. Jesus answered and said to him, Do you believe because I told you that I saw you under the fig tree? You will see greater things than this. And he said to him, Amen, amen, I say to you, you will see the sky opened and the angels of God ascending and descending on the Son of Man. The Gospel of the Lord. Oh, today uh, we're remembering two German men. You know, the first that's on everybody's mind, um, Pope Benedict, as they celebrate his funeral today. You know, as, as Joseph Ratzinger, he was by far the leading and preeminent voice at the reforms of the Second Vatican Council. Uh, above all the other theologians, he was the leading voice and, and, you know, known as one of the great theologians in the history of the church. Working under John Paul II, he offered to resign many times. He said, all I want to do is teach. I want to go to the Athenaeum and teach. That's what I love to do. I love to teach and pass the faith, the faith on. And John Paul said, I need you, I need you, I need you. So he never really wanted to be pope, but he was elected as pope. <laughs> you know, quiet, humble, unassuming man. And then he's elected as pope. Um, and, you know, wonderful pope, and then surprised everybody by resigning now. His, his secretary... Uh, or Bishop, I can't think of his name, has a book coming out, The View from the Inside, and about all the things that he had to put up with and so forth as Pope. So it's coming out in Italian in about a month. And wait for it in English, and it might be very fascinating to read, and I think everybody, after reading it, will have a deeper and greater appreciation of Pope Benedict and, and who he was. The other one that we celebrate today is St. John Newman. Now, if you're German, you know I'm pronouncing the name wrong. <laughs> Because it's not Newman, it's supposed to be Neumann. You know, the Dodgers had a pitcher 
in the 1980s, Jerry Royce. You might remember Jerry Royce. Well, it's spelled, spelled the same, uh, R-E-U. And, and the other one we mispronounced, everybody knows Dr. Seuss. But it's not Dr. Seuss. It's like Jerry Royce, Dr. Seuss, <laughs> John Neumann, and so forth. But we've Americanized it. And if you say that, nobody knows who you're talking about. <clears throat> but anyway, in, in, the, <clears throat> excuse me, in the early 19th century, um, he was from Bohemia. Now, you're really good if you know what Bohemia is today. Czech Republic, thank you. <laughs> and, and from the German-speaking sec section of the Czech Republic. And a trained seminarian, but they had so many vocations and priests in Bohemia at that time that his, his ordination was delayed. It was going to be delayed a long time. So he came to the U.S., came to New York. And the Bishop of New York there at that time ordained him and sent him to work out in the wilderness, the forested land among the German peoples around Niagara Falls, <laughs> which at that time was really, you know, the, the wilderness. And he, and he worked tirelessly there, but had to face extreme loneliness. And so he said, you know, it's not, we're not meant to be like this. So he joined the Redemptorist Order and became a Redemptorist. If you want to find the Redemptorists today, they are, in our area, they are at St. Mary's in Whittier. And they, they run that parish. <clears throat> anyway, he worked tirelessly among the Redemptorists and eventually rose to the head of the order. And then the Pope called on him and asked him to be the Bishop of Philadelphia. Now, Philadelphia... What they wanted in a bishop, when, when, you know, what they were asking for, the, the, the elite class of Philadelphia, they wanted a man who was sophisticated and worldly and would pat them on the back and overlook some of their stuff and, and so forth. And what they got was this man who was short, not very good looking, not very charismatic, spoke six languages but, but had trouble with English, <laughs> spoke English with a strong accent. Uh, and um, they looked at him, and this is not at all who they wanted, so they made life hard for him when he got to Philadelphia. And at the same time, he was, if you remember your U.S. history, facing the know-nothings who were against any kind of immigration to the country in the, you know, in the 18, early 1800s against immigration from a country of immigrants. But, but anyway, and they were very anti-Catholic. And so he had those obstacles in his way, and at one point sent in his resignation to Rome. <laughs> I'm in the wrong place, let me leave. And it was refused. So why is he a saint? <laughs> let me tell you what he did in the face of all of that. Struggles with language, you know. Not well liked among at least the, a lot of the people there. He is responsible for the parochial school system in the U.S. When he got to Philadelphia, there were two Catholic schools. When he died, there were a hundred. You know, he died, he died young, under 50. I don't remember exact age, but somewhere in his 40s, he died. He started 80 new parishes there, almost one a month for the time that, that he was the bishop there. He established and created and established 40 hours devotion that everybody knows. He wrote two catechisms to explain the faith. That's just a few of the things he did. He, he was one of the great bishops in the history of, of the U.S. Catholic Church. And, you know, with all of these obstacles, nothing stopped him. And, and you know, you ask yourself, what was, 
you know, just like Benedict, plowed forward no matter what. And Benedict faced a lot of obstacles also. And what did they have in common and what should we have in common with them? Faithfulness to God and trust in him. Instead of complaining, 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 poor me, poor me, I'm the victim of this and this, trusting in God and plowing ahead and going forward. Be a great lesson we could, we could learn from both of these great men. Amen. Thank you for joining us at your daily homily. For information on St. Philip the Apostle Parish or to support this ministry, please click on the links provided. Until our next time together, be safe and God bless.